Welcome, witches. Welcome back to another episode of the Still Rooms Grimoire. I'm your host, April Eckweilen. And I just wanted to kind of do this little like ask the witch kind of uh session this 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 week. And I I kind of wanted to share some of the the questions that I get asked uh, up in the shop by people who come in, uh, whether or not they're just, you know, they're regular customers or if they're just kind of checking it out because they saw the sign and they were curious. But I thought it would, you know, maybe maybe you guys have an interest of kind of maybe learning a little bit more about me. I mean, I pretty much share everything um, about me, but, um, I do get asked some questions quite a bit when up in the shop and, you know, I don't mind sharing my story. I don't mind sharing my, my path and everything. Um, so I thought, you know, why not? Why, what the hell, why not, uh, why not share it, share it a little bit more out there for those of you who aren't local, can't get into the shop, or maybe you just, you know, hell, you maybe you just wanted to know, know a little bit more about me. So, here you go. Here's all, well, maybe not all. Here's some information about, about me. So the head witch at the still room. So, you know, at the shop, I get, I get a lot of people that come, that come through those doors and I get, I get a lot of people who come in and actually ask for me. They'll even call the shop even before they arrive to see if I'm going to be there Um, or, you know, when they come in, they'll ask, ask my staff, you know, if I'm there or if I'm going to be there, uh, cause they want to, they want to chat with me. And I just kind of want to, before I get into, get into the questions, just wanted to say that, you know, when I'm at the shop, I never know who is going to walk through the door, what they're going to be wanting, what issues they're dealing with, what thing they want to work on in their life. And I I almost kind of turn into a little bit of, you know, like a friend kind of just sitting there, sitting over a cup of coffee, chit-chatting, um, maybe venting to, I turn into a little bit of a therapist giving advice. Um, and sometimes just, just an ear to listen because sometimes people just need to get it out. And I'm for it. I'm for it all. I, I truly enjoy everything that I do up, up in the shop when it comes to connecting with people. And it's kind of, it kind of brings me back to like when I, when I used to work in the hospital and I used to work with expectant parents, I kind of did the same thing. I, not only did I educate them, you know, so I educate people at the shop, but I was also there to answer questions about certain things, kind of listen to them if they had any, um, any issues going on, any problems, any anxieties, um, things like that. And just, just kind of counsel them, be, be that, that sounding board or be that reassurance to them. And it's kind of trickled over to at, you know, how I am at the shop. And there's been times that people come in and they just, they just need to cry. They just need to let it out. And they do, 
and I'm there. I'm there for a hug. I'm there for an ear. I am there to help them however they need to. Um, and that's, that's all I ever wanted to do was when, you know, when I created the shop and created the space that I have, I just wanted to create a space where people felt comfortable, where they felt safe and they felt like they could come in and they can talk and they can ask questions and they don't feel judged and they can just be themselves. And I think, you know, I, I think, I think we're doing that. I think we are well on our way to, to doing that. And I, I truly enjoy helping people and understanding them, helping to, you know, help them find ways to go on their journey, whatever that journey is and do it in a way that helps them and also lets them know that, you know, there is no judgment. There is no, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. Or, oh my God, I can't believe you want to do that. I am, I am here to help you. I am not here to judge. I am not here to, you know, look down on you. I, like I tell people all the time when they ask me questions, they're like, oh, this might be a stupid question. It's like, no, 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 no question is stupid. Just ask your question. Believe me, I've heard all sorts of things, but you have a question. It's a valid question. And you know, ask it. So I, I truly enjoy doing all of this. And like I said, I never know what each day is going to bring and who's going to come through those doors. I might have somebody who comes in and just wants to pick my brain about stuff because they're doing some research on a project or something, and they just want to know and understand. And then I may have somebody who come in, comes in, who's really upset because they've had a pretty shitty day at work and they want to do something for it. Or maybe they're, you know, they were in a relationship and they need to just kind of sever ties with that. So there's so many things that come in to play when people come in my shop. And it is my, my pleasure and my, you know, just, I even think of it as my duty to, to help them, to help people. And I'm not, I'm not pushing like, my practice on people. I mean, people ask me about my practice all the time. I give suggestions. I give information and education, but ultimately I leave everything up to the person who is asking. Um, so yeah. So with that being said, um, you know, I get asked questions a lot, you know, cause people are curious and I have, I have no problems about it. You know, I get, I get people ask, ask me all the time, you know, I have a sign on the front door when I'm, when I'm open, it says the witch is in. So a lot of people think it might just be some kitschy little, little sign, you know, it, it or just, it's just our, you know, Hey, we're open kind of sign of, instead of having an open sign, we have that, but we do have some people that come in and they're like, Oh, the witch is in, huh? Where's the witch? And I'm like, Oh, right here. You know, that's me. And, you know, you guys all know when I, when I post for the shop, when I even post for, for this podcast, I'll, you know, call myself the head witch. That's just the, the title I've called myself and uh, it's kind of stuck. So like I said, people will actually call. I had somebody call the shop the other day and they're like, um, is the head witch going to be in today? And I'm like, oh, you're speaking to her. And they're like, oh my God. And, you know, they had questions and I've answered questions over the phone too. So it's just, that's just who I am. I want to help people. 
So, um, so yeah, I get, yeah, I I'll obviously I get asked all the time, you know, am I a witch? Am I a real witch? Yep. I am. I do. I do identify as, as a witch and I explain what my path is that I'm very eclectic, that I don't follow one specific path. I kind of pull from different, different things and whatever resonates with me. And I go from there. And then usually I get the question of, well, are you Wiccan? And I'm like, no, not Wiccan. And then, you know, the whole conversation of why well, I thought all witches were Wiccan. And it's like, no, not true. Um, just like not, um, just like not all Wiccans are witches. I am a member of a Wiccan coven. I know I've mentioned that before. Um, but it's a very, I would even consider it even more of like, an eclectic Wiccan coven. You know, we follow the Wiccan standards and things, but we all have our own things that we bring and our own specialties and our own, our own craft that we bring and share. So, um, so yeah, so just being a part of a Wiccan coven does not make me Wiccan. Um, I am very much, very much eclectic and very much just on my own and really kind of even a little, a little, a little solitary still, so to speak, because there's, you know, there's some things that I've done with the coven. There's some things that I do that I do on my own. Um, so that's, you know, that's just my practice. I've even been thinking about, you know, even kind of starting a coven of my own, you know, especially with the shop and kind of just bringing more people together. So I don't know, who knows, you know, any, anybody who's local, who's listening to this and is interested in, uh, in a, in a coven, you know, stop by the shop and, uh, and let, let's chat. Um, so, you know, usually when, when all of that comes, comes up and, um, you know, I'm asked about being Wiccan and everything, cause Wiccan, Wicca is a religion, um, you know, get asked all the time about religion and everything in the shop. And, um, the next question I usually get a lot of is, do I believe in God? And, um, so I grew up, I grew up Catholic. I was, you know, I call myself a, you know, a cradle Catholic. I was, I was born into it, you know, really didn't, really didn't have a choice. You know, I went through all the, all the sacraments and stuff. And, um, you know, I went to a Catholic school from kindergarten, kindergarten until 12th grade. And I wasn't really, I mean, like my family wasn't, I wouldn't say it was like, super, super like religious Catholic. Um, you know, my mom really, really wasn't like other than when I went to church at school. Cause you know, we did go to mass and everything with school. We, you know, we didn't go to mass on Sundays. I had other family members that did like my grandmother and like some aunts and uncles and such, but the only other time outside of going, you know, when I was in school and we had to go, you know, go to mass, the only time I was in a church was for a wedding, a baptism or a funeral. That was it. That was the only other time I, I went, but, um, you know, I grew up, I grew up Catholic, you know, doing all that thing. When I got married to my husband, we had the typical, you know, Catholic mass wedding. And, um, when, when things flipped for me, when I started to just kind of pull away from organized, organized religion, my belief structure changed a bit. Um, a lot of it, you know, I can say a lot of it beforehand was kind of like that. I always say it's like that Catholic guilt, 
um, that's instilled in us uh, growing up and going to school and learning all this stuff and being, you know, basically told that if you did do this, you're going to, you're going to hell. If you do this, you're going to heaven and such. And as I got older and everything, and I started to pull away from organized religion, I, you know, I just started to see things a little bit differently. And when I get asked, you know, well, do you believe in God? Um, I guess the answer is no, I don't. Um, and let me explain. So I, I don't believe in God, like what the Christian God, I, I believe in a higher power. I believe in something greater than myself, but I don't have a name for it. I mean, if anything, I call it spirit, the universe, um, you know, the divine, but I don't consider it like the Christian God. Um, and actually, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting and, and kind of looking back on things growing up, you know, even though I went to like a, a Catholic school and everything, and I would go to mass and you know, I would go over friends' houses and they would say grace before meals and stuff, you know, that that's just how I, you know, how I grew up. But anytime like people started talking about religion, talking about the Bible, especially like making like quotes from the Bible. It always made me uncomfortable and it still makes me uncomfortable to this day. It just, I, uh, you know, it, it just does. I just, I cringe. Um, not that I, you know, I respect anybody who, and anybody's religion, uh, you know, I, I always say, you know, you do you, you do your religion. Um, you believe what you want to believe. And I have no problems with that. I believe what I want to believe. Um, so, you know, you shouldn't have any problems with that either. And as long as we have that mutual understanding and that mutual under, uh, you know, respect, then we're golden. But when you start telling me that I'm wrong and you're right, and what I'm doing is wrong and I'm going to hell and you kind of push things in my face, then you better know that I'm going to get pissed off and I'm going to push back. And I think that's kind of why I started to break away from organized religion so much because there was just a lot in there. And I'm not even, I'm not even going to go, go down that rabbit hole with you guys, but you know, I do get asked a bit, um, if, if I believe, you know, if I believe in God and I will tell people, you know, no, I don't, I don't believe in the Christian God. I don't give it a name. I believe in something bigger than me, but I don't, you know, I don't call it God. Um, you know, and usually people understand it, you know, but, um, some people don't and that's okay. And I have no problems talking about it. Um, and letting people know it's not that I don't, it's not that I'm, you know, bashing any, um, any religion or anything. I just, I just don't follow it. That's, that's just, that's just me. I am, if I have to say anything, um, you know, like nature is my, is my religion. I am out there in nature and I feel more connected to that, um, than anything. So another question that I get a lot of is, you know, when, when you do spell work, do your spells work? <laughs> and, you know, uh, my answer to that is yes and no. I've had spells work. I've had spells work very quickly. I've had some work, you know, kind of take their time a little bit. 
And then I have some, I've had some that are total duds and I'm just like, what the fuck, what happened? And, you know, then you kind of have to go back and maybe you got to rework it or maybe just, maybe, you know, I just wasn't into it as much as I thought I was. Um, but I get that, I get that question a lot. Um, it's usually around like the whole, well, can you do like spells wrong? Um, and my answer to that is usually like, well, I don't think you can really do them wrong per se, you know, cause I'm of that belief. Like, you know, there's no right or wrong. Your magic is your magic. And however you want to do something is how you want to do something. Now, unless you're following something that is specific from a specific, um, pantheon, then, you know, obviously you want to follow it and yeah, you could do something wrong if you're not following what you're supposed to follow. But if you're like me and you just kind of do things on your own, um, then, you know, again, there's no right or wrong way, but you know, you could maybe not have the right intention in there. Maybe you didn't, maybe you weren't clear with how you were doing this. So, so yeah, I've had, I've had spell work, not work how I want it to. Um, I've had to redo them. I've had to just completely just go, okay, this, this, this didn't, this didn't work out how I wanted to. Um, and then you just kind of rework it. You do something different. You go from there. Um, so, so yeah, but I have had a lot of spells work. And like I said, sometimes some more quicker than others. Um, and I, I kind of always have something working. I usually have something going, whether it's something in a jar or a candle or whatnot. So I'm, I'm always have something, you know, something working. Uh, let's see the next one. And then usually like with spell work, this next one comes up and is like, have I ever hexed anybody? Um, yes, yes, I have. Um, the people who have stolen from me, I have. I have hexed and just before everybody like gets there, you know, starts clutching pearls and everything. A lot of people, sometimes when they ask me this question, they think, you know, I've done something bad and this, you know, the, this person is going to like, you know, something bad's going to happen to them. No, I'm, I'm not doing anything where I'm just like, Oh, you you know, you're gonna, you know, lose your job and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. I, I don't, I, that's not what I mean when I hex. So I do things like, you know, for instance, the person who, you know, stole from me. Okay, I'm going to put you in a jar. I'm going to do whatever, but I'm going to do it so you learn from your mistake that you have consequences for your actions. So those are the kind of fixes that, that I do. You know, I've done one for somebody to, you know, quit talking shit about me. Um, you know, just using some herbs and some string and obviously some fire. Cause you all know me and fire. Um, but that was it, but it was just like, okay, you know, look until you can start using your words in a more kind manner, then, you know, you need to stop. You need to be quiet. So it's things like that. It's nothing like you see in the movies. It's nothing like you see, you know, that you, that you hear, that you read about in books and whatnot, it is not anything that causes harm. It is more of a consequence of, of actions that are, that are being done. And then with that, I get always asked about like what my favorite things are. So like what my favorite tool is to use. 
And I would say my favorite tool to use is, is they're my tarot cards. I, I love using my tarot cards. I love pulling cards for myself. I do a tarot card of the day, every day for the shop and for the Awaken the Witch Facebook group. Um, so I, I, I want to say that that's my favorite tool to use. Um, I guess herbs would kind of come in as almost tied because I do use a lot of herbs on, on a daily basis. Um, but my most like portable tool that I like to use and that I go to when I need, when I need some guidance and, and whatnot has to be my tarot deck, um, hands down. And then my favorite crystal, you know, we have a lot of crystals up at the shop and I get, you know, new stuff in all the time, but everybody asks like, you know, what my favorite is and that's Labradorite. I absolutely love it. I am connected to it so much, um, have a ton of pieces of it, have an awesome, um, piece that I keep up in the shop, uh, on display on my little decor shelves that is actually, it's, it's cut in a way that it almost looks like, like a coffin, like it's coffin shaped and you know, me and my coffins, I absolutely love it. So, um, have that. And I have, I wear my purple Labradorite pendant every day. Um, my purple Labradorite that I got in, um, in Glastonbury when I was there last year. And I have a matching purple Labradorite uh, ring that goes with it, but I actually have to get it resized. It's a, it's gotten a little bit too big um, on me, but I love, I love wearing Labradorite. I have bracelets. I have other pendants that I like to switch in and out with that purple one that I wear, but I am usually always at the shop. You can catch me always wearing some kind of Labradorite on me. I just, I just absolutely love it. It's my favorite. It's my favorite crystal hands down. And then of course my favorite herb. So it's really hard, you know, to kind of pick just one because I love them all, you know, all 187 of them that I have at the shop right now. And, you know, I'm looking to get some more. I actually have, <laughs> actually have space for two more whole shelves. So uh, hopefully we'll get those up by summertime. Um, but my favorite herb that I like to work with a lot and that I've worked with in a lot of like attraction work and just like a lot of manifestation and such. And I, um, actually use it when I dress some candles at the shop that I have going all the time is sink foil, otherwise known as five finger grass or witch's fingers. Um, it's a great herb for, for attracting. Cause if you think about it, like it's called five finger gra grass. So, you know, you think of your hand, you want to reach out, you want to grab something, you want to bring it to you, you want to attract it to you. So you can use, so you can use this, um, great, great for manifesting. So I love, I love using that herb. I use it. I use it a lot. I use it a lot with things. I dress, um, a lot of the shop candles with it that get lit every day. Um, I use it in smoke cleansing. I've used it in jars. I've used it in, um, in little pouches that I've made. So it's, it's a, it's an amazing herb. I absolutely, I absolutely love it. And then last, last question. I mean, I get, I get asked a ton of questions, but the last one that I will, um, share with you, um, that I'll share with you guys, you know, for right now is really doesn't have a lot to do with my practice. Um, but it has to do with the items that I have in the shop that are just there for decor. 
Uh, most of you guys know that I am a big antique person. I love going antiquing and finding interesting little things. The weirder, the better, the older, obviously, the better. And if they look like they're haunted, then I want it. <laughs> so, um, you know, I like to collect like old medicine bottles and jars and trinkets. I love collecting old pictures. Um, if you guys, you know, anybody who's local, who's come into the shop has seen, and even if you've seen some of our videos on our socials, you've seen some of the, the old antique pictures that I have brought in and I've been finding more. And a lot of people always ask, they're like, you know, aren't you afraid that that, that stuff's haunted? And I'm like, well, it probably is, but you know what? They like it here. They don't, they don't give me any problems. They don't cause any issues, especially Constance. Constance is our doll, our 105 year old doll that sits up um, on top of our bookshelf in the back room. And, you know, she just hangs out. And, you know, I mentioned this, I, you know, I mentioned this a couple of episodes ago when I was interviewing um, John from the Salem Witchboard Museum, you know, I mentioned about, you know, bringing antiques in and stuff. And I, you know, asked him about his boards that he brought in. Um, if, if anything ever weird happened and he was like, no. And I was like, yeah, I've not, I haven't experienced anything with any of the antiques or things that I've brought in. And I think it's because I'm giving them a space. I'm giving them attention. I'm loving them. I'm you know, I, I truly do. You know, when I walk into the shop, you know, every day, as soon as I unlock my door and I walk in, I say hello to everybody. I literally will say, Hey, Hey everyone, you know, Hey guys, you know, or good morning, everyone. You know, when I leave, I say goodbye. And when I go by certain things, you know, when I go by Constance, I'm like, Hey Constance, how you doing? You know, I walk around. I mean, hell, I even talk to my plants that are in there. <laughs> so, you know, I just, that's just who I am. That's just, that's just what I do, um, with the space. And I think that, you know, because I give them that attention that they're happy, you know, I like to think that they're, that they're happy there, you know, so we have pictures of, of people that I have no clue who these people are. They are adopted ancestors. That's, that's, that's what I tell people. Um, and yeah, I just, I just like to share them with people. We've given some of them names. Um, one of them did have a name on the back of the picture. Um, so that is obviously her name. That's our Emily, but everybody else, all the other pictures, I have no clue who these people are. And I just stand in front of them and I'm just like, okay, who are you? What's your name? And the first thing that pops into my head, that's their name. Like we just got, um, two pictures of, of children. One was an infant and one was like a, a, like a toddler type girl. And the infant is Prudence and the, um, the little girl, the little toddler, her name is Claire. So, um, so yeah, if you're, if you're in the shop, if you're, if you're local and you're in the shop, come on up and take a look. We have everybody named. We have, we have an Elizabeth, we have a Nora, Mary, we have a Gertie, um, all sorts of people. And, and who knows, um, you know, when I'll be bringing in, bringing in more stuff, I'm always on the hunt for, um, for old stuff, but yeah, I get asked all the time, you know, is the stuff that I bring in, you know, the pictures, the items, the furniture, antiques. I mean, is it haunted? Maybe, but you know what, if it is, it is. 
I mean, hell, I'm sure, I'm sure the building that we're in is haunted. I mean, you got to remember, I'm in a almost hundred year old building. The, the spaces that I, that the shop occupies, they used to be apartments. So there's old, I'm sure there was a lot of shit that was going on there. I'm sure a lot of stuff happened there. And before that building was, was built there, there used to be this big hotel on the, on the premises that burned to the ground. So I'm sure there's a lot of energy there. But you know what? I've um, accepted it and I honor it and I respect it. So, so yeah, you know, I've caught a few things on my, on my, my video camera early on. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we haven't had any, we haven't had any issues, knock on wood. Um, and, uh, but I think they like it there. So, it, you know, if we do have anybody there, they just, they, they just like hanging out and they like the vibe. So I'm here for it. So, yeah. So those are some questions that I get in the shop. I figured I would, uh, I would kind of share those with you guys and I would, I would actually love it if, you know, if you guys have any other questions for me about my practice, about anything, you know, send me a message, you know, on our socials on Facebook or, um, or Instagram, or you can email them. Um, you can email them to me either at the shop or, um, or to the podcast. So the shop email is the stillroomfl at gmail.com. And the podcast is the still rooms, grimoire pod at gmail.com. So yeah, send me in your questions. I would love to do like another Q and a, um, you know, session here and you, I can share, you know, who, who the question is from, if you want, um, or you can remain anonymous. So if you send me, send me your question, definitely make sure that you, uh, that you put in there if you want to remain anonymous or not. I would just use first names um, or screen names or whatever um, your handles on whatever social media platform. Um, but yeah, I would love to to get some of your questions and and have that. Maybe I'll maybe I'll make sure to uh, to put that on our socials asking for asking for questions. So down the road we can do another another Q and A. You can find out a little bit more either about me or just about certain things practice wise. They don't even have to be about you know me. They could just be about anything. If you just want my opinion on something, um, or just my my um, my interpretation of something, I would I would love to do that. So uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's do that. I'm excited. So anyways, um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got for you, uh, for you guys today, but, oh, let's do a card of the week. And I'm going to do something different here. Um, normally I pull a card from, um, you know, from like a tarot deck or, um, I take it from the apps that I, that I have, but this time I'm going to use, I have, um, a tarot book here. Uh, that's actually just a, a book that just explains, you know, tarot and everything. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to flip through a page and, uh, and, and see, see what it gives me. Let's see here. Do, do, do. All right. Let's see here. Okay. I flipped to the hermit. So I know the hermit has come up before um, in our cards of the week, 
but this is that this is that card of kind of like taking a break go and retreat um you know give yourself that time to kind of look within and have that time to allow yourself to go over some things maybe see what something new pops up see if maybe something gets illuminated see if something that you've been searching for and maybe that you finally get your answer this is that this is that card of you know really really taking the pause and maybe even putting up some boundaries and allowing yourself to really look within and see okay is this working for me yes okay well what do i need to do next is this working for me no okay well what do i need to do to change that and the hermit card is a great is a great card especially if you're just like questioning some stuff um you know a little little bit with me you know there's been times where i past couple of weeks i've been questioning a lot of stuff and wondering if I'm, what I'm doing is correct, or if I'm on this right path or whatnot. And so kind of taking that hermit moment to go, go within, take that retreat, allow myself to refocus things and look at things differently, see the light that is within. So I can then move forward and light my path. That's what the hermit card is. Um, so yeah, so see what you can do this week, see what you need to maybe look at a little bit more, maybe retreat a little bit, maybe have that day of self-care, um, whatever that looks like to you, just so you can kind of recharge and, um, continue on your journey. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's helpful and hopefully, it gets you to where you want to be and it gets you the answers that you seek. So with that, thank you guys so much for joining me again. This has been a production of The Still Room, music by Breakmaster Cylinder. And don't forget, if you are not a member of our Awaken the Witch uh, coven on Facebook, go ahead and do so. Um, it's a great safe space to share and learn. And, uh, yeah, I hope to see you around there. I share, I share a card of the day in there every day. So you can get that message as well as your, your weekly message and maybe see how your day, how the day cards work with this hermit card this week. See how they, see how they play out because they'll tell a story. They definitely will. So, all right, witches until next time. Take care and blessed be.